This episode of the Red Stick Podcast, sponsored by El Rio Grande Mexican Restaurant. If you're looking for authentic, home-style Mexican food and the best margaritas you'll ever salt your lips with, go see our friend Raul Erdialis and the fun-loving staff at Baton Rouge's oldest Mexican restaurant, El Rio Grande. 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. He decides he doesn't want to go through with it, and she goes, oh, you're always waiting to the ninth hour to make these decisions. And he goes, oh, I think it's called the 11th hour. And she goes, 9-11, what's the difference? And oh. I'm, yeah, they say that line in the movie. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> go <God>. fuck yourself. <laughs> so oh. this movie is A, taking itself very I, seriously, B, making some very is, inappropriate is things Is the guy in the who made this movie playing baseball anywhere? <laughs> Welcome to the Red Stick Podcast. Today's guests are Sonny Weathers of Sonny's Disposition fame and Robert Rao of Delete Comedy and The Family Dinner. Now here's your host, the Red Stick's comedian-in-chief, Jeremy White. All right, yeah, we're finally rolling here at El Rio Grande, 83-34 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. Welcome back, folks. Some of the best strawberries you'll ever touch lips with. Yeah, and best uh, nachos, beef nachos. With, and a uh, big-ass bowl of jalapenos. Hell today. yeah, we just topped <laughs> off of those. And then, uh, Robert, over there, you just topped off with some uh, some some tacos. 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 Uh, yeah, it's not even Tuesday. Pure fart fuel is what I got. It, mm. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, so uh, I'm Jeremy White, your host. I'm Sonny Weathers Sonny, right? at the Red Mic. And then uh, Robert Rao, our guest here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. From uh, Family crying, crying baby in the background. Yeah, I was told by Lacey that Mr. B was going to be uh, fidgety today and because he's been having issues. He's got three molars coming in, but of course she had to jinx him. So uh, <laughs> regulars here at El Rio, and normally you never Jeremy hear- White. Moonlights is a baby doctor, it turns out. Oh, I talked to Lacey last week. They're regulars here. They're good folks. He, he just sits outside their window. <laughs> yeah. A fucking creep. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh, well, Mr. B's a good baby, but he, he's having issues with his tephus, apparently, right now, so. Yeah, ain't we all. Give him, give him some tequila over there. It'll settle him down. No comment, officer. <laughs> <laughs> so, today has been interesting. Uh, we weren't sure for a little while if we were going to record or not because uh, we we're just going to record at half volume out of respect is that is yeah that pretty much yeah we weren't sure if we wanted to uh record a podcast on the same day that a, a, a member of the louisiana congressional um <laughs> uh, contingent contingency uh, and, and meanwhile and meanwhile uh-huh. i'm not going to say any particular events but the same motherfucker who said oh i don't know if i want to record today or the day it was a political assassination he also did want to record the day that a certain verdict came out. <laughs> he also wanted to record the day a certain video came out that may or may not have been related. Oh, all oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll, Are we'll you sure? Because you, you had a lot of concussions. Are you sure you're remembering that right? Because I think I, yeah, did, motherfucker, question, I, think I, I did question whether or not we wanted to record that week. Yeah, motherfucker, I do. I, no, no, no. I questioned whether we wanted to record. And you were like, well, I don't see the problem. <laughs> And this NPR listening motherfucker over here, all he knows about is like, oh, some random. There's, there, how many fucking senators are there? How many? There's like six hundred of them. Yeah, all right. Actually, it's four hundred thirty-five. Four thirty-five in, in the House and hundred in the Senate. Yeah, five thirty-five. You count, you count the big man. Yeah. Five thirty-six. Yeah. Yeah, that's close to six hundred-ish. That's close to six hundred. We hope for a speedy recovery. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need that motherfucker to shortstop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when they and, said, and when I said they need that motherfucker, I mean no disrespect. I just I don't know who he was. Yeah, so. just when they said when, 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 when Jeremy sent a message saying that Scalise got shot, I was like, the Supreme Court guy, Scalise. <laughs> I don't I don't know. He's already that's, dead. They that, replaced yeah, him. That's how little politics affects my life. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's like yeah, the whole situation it sucks, but but yeah, totally. Understandable if we didn't. It, it doesn't matter. I'm glad to be on here. We're here. We're going to talk about that's fine. Yeah, I, I'm just I, glad I, he's alive. We can kind of joke about it a little bit because he's going to be fine, whatever. Right. You know, like they said, oh, Scalise went down at second base. Actually, I, going down is more like a third base maneuver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not nowadays. What is the oh, internet's advanced everything? Oh, really? That's first base. Yeah. Inflation oh, no. on the bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, this, you you forget like if they a, a strike means you got like seven nudes on Snapchat. Oh, so wow. I mean, it's still a win. <laughs> What's the uh, third base is like ATM or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you got to go to pay them after. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got an ATM for ATM. <laughs> nice. So, uh, but yeah, the the guy who did all the shit this morning, he's dead, and his Facebook page was up for um, a couple of hours. Yeah, I think it's still up, isn't it? Or did uh, they take it down? Well. According to Nick Moore, uh, co-host of Dork Podcast, D-O-R-Q-U-E, uh, another podcast it's probably you'll find. down by now, like, as um, this podcast gets released. Yeah, so sure. just to let p- folks know, if you, we, haven't, we haven't pimped the other podcast in quite a while, and it's, we need to since you're hosting one of them. So Nick Moore and James Brown. Uh, well, we won't host, tell which one. <laughs> host Dork Podcast, D-O-R-Q-U-E, very nerdy, very geeky, and then Robert Rao hosts There Can Be Only One. Tell yeah, the they think they're about. geeky. Yeah. I make Herman sit down and watch two movies he doesn't want to watch. Uh, and the only connection they have is they have the same name. And, and we use, do that as a guise of making us decide if one of them needs to be changed or not. Uh, it might have broken Herman on the last one, not the one that's going up this week, but the next week uh, we did Killjoy. There's, there's a whole series of films about a, a murder clown called Killjoy that uh, it, it, the, the whole thing's about like this guy wanted a, wanted a girl... And uh, the girl beat uh, girl's real boyfriend beat him up all the time. So mm. uh, normal solution: uh, get into the black arts and turn your uh, toy doll into a murder clown. And huh. they made five movies on that. Really? Yeah. There's a whole Killjoy series. Uh, all uh, all of a directed video. And the other one was a so deep- it's a killogy. Yes, it was. <laughs> nice. nice. There, it, it it the first one is awful because. It really shouldn't be longer than 15 minutes, uh, but they stretch that sucker out to to a whole 72 minutes in order to get it to feature link uh, level, I guess. Damn. The second one was a made-for-TV movie that had Kim Basinger in it. Uh, that that's basically Shit, yeah. yeah it, yeah. it was uh, that's credibility right there. It, yeah, it, it was a whodunit, and the the murder suspect's name was Joy, so Ooh. that's why it was called Killjoy. Oh. <laughs> Not not the I, movie Joy uh, about Joy Mangano. Correct. That, I, I uh, thought you were going to say Jennifer, like with Kim Basinger, like they were like it was a whodunit, and they were like, "Well, it's obviously the fucking murderous doll over there, right?" <laughs> Absolutely. Like that's whodunit, right? Yeah, like, can, yeah. Can we all agree it's the puppet with a fucking axe? Yeah. <laughs> with blood splattered yeah. all over his face. So, but yeah, so we were having this conversation this morning about uh, about the Facebook page, and Nick Moore alerted us that the Facebook page was down around 12.30 or so. Mm. And I'm like, well, that was quick because I still have friends on Facebook who have been dead for like seven years. And they're still Facebook friends. And I just haven't... Those guys have only killed judges. I so. feel bad. I still I don't defriend... They say not to speak ill of the dead, so why should I defriend them? I mean, I, it just doesn't seem right. It's the same reason... It's the same I principle I do as, after a while just because, like... You know, there's there's like a respectful amount of time. Like I'll give you six months. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But then, like, especially now, because you'll see like your oh your Facebook memories and like it'll pop up and it's like a picture or something like they commented on, and God, it just fucking hurts me, you know. Yeah. And, and then like every year, people start commenting on like their birth, like oh miss you wish you like ah. I, ah. I'm gonna yeah. preface by saying this is a bit I do. Uh, so okay, we'll go for it. <laughs> As, so I'm only go saying ahead and it make because us it, laugh about dead people on the uh, internet. It, I'm just saying it really happened, but I also have a bit about it. Uh, I, I accidentally wish someone dead happy birthday. Uh, so that's the reason why you would why why you would de- defriend them because nice. their their entire wall is filled with nothing but condolences and then just one half hearted happy birthday didn't even bother like putting an exclamation point mark at seen, the end. I've well, I mean, seen why people would do you? that. <laughs> yeah, why would you? It's like yeah. I've seen people do that. Uh, but people do do that. Like, yeah, 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 people, like, fucking, uh, we were talking about it before we went on the air in, in the pre-podcast podcast. Uh, oh, you got to yeah, pay yeah. extra for that. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay extra for that. Uh, that's, uh, that's a, a plate we, of nachos will get you the first We the need to set up a Patreon account. <laughs> yeah, you have to get the access code. You have to pay through PotCoin. PotCoin no. is the Dennis Rodman uh, way of paying stuff. He, that's the shirt he wore going to North Korea, by the way. To go hang out with Kim Jong Il, because he's he's a misunderstood social conservative, just like Vladimir Putin. Just ask uh, Oliver Stone. But uh, the shirt he was wearing, it's potcoin.com. 
So, anyway. Do you know what Patreon is? What is that? Patreon. I don't know if you're... Uh, yeah, it's just true. Why the fuck would you know anything about social media? It's Kickstarter with actual results, I think is the best way to put it. Oh. No, it's... It's oh. if you have a podcast, oh, mm-hmm. uh, and you would like to make money, okay, you can set up a Patreon a Patreon account, and people who like your podcast, but like say you know like oh we don't have ads on our podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, people can donate money to you on Patreon. Oh, like there's a lot of podcasts that I listen to, and they're like, if you like what you're hearing, throw us a buck on Patreon. Yeah, it's per huh. per thing that they produce. That's why I'm saying it's with results because Kickstarter so often just doesn't give them anything. Yeah, but yeah, YouTube does it too, where they they say they don't do no ads, but if you want to get like the podcast early or, or YouTube video early, you you give them a buck per episode. They'll they'll let you have it a couple of days before everybody else, or at least keep you in the loop when when it comes out. See, I would do that, but some people get on me if I don't produce it like within two hours of us wrapping up. I mean, well, those are the people that need to pay then. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, kick some fucking cash down. Yeah. If you like this shit, you know, mm-hmm. hey, and, 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 and you know if what? You're, if you're lonely and in a very uh, sparsely populated state away from your family and friends and you're looking for uh, some home cooking on a podcast. Or, or how about you're this? demanding the how podcast I'm immediately. Sure, I'm sure Patreon probably takes a cut. Right, they probably get yeah. like a piece of that action. Well, yeah, just like mm. any, so, anything, they they so, you it's know, for the service. So yeah. I mean, if, if if you know like my social media handle, yeah. uh, maybe maybe you just fucking look that up and just hit me on a PayPal. Just do that uh, money to a friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nobody, every, <laughs> everybody wins with that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But, I'm not saying it's GS Weathers, yeah. but if you if you went to PayPal, Gmail, yeah. you know. Okay. It's definitely gotten a lot more business after all that unpleasantness with YouTube. That uh, any anybody that's basically Based their whole existence on either YouTube or podcast, they want to f- get like a steady stream of money coming in. So some of the more popular ones will make like like ten grand a month off of doing something like that. So mm. it, it's a it's a nice service for both sides. Well, like the, it's it's beneficial you know, for. Both I, I don't want to brag, but uh, Jer- Jeremy gives me a free drink up here <laughs> for every podcast and I, I did do. Buy, uh, we did split some uh, yeah. some nachos. I bought. Oh, oh, did you see? Did you see yeah. also that motherfucker? Did you see what he just did? He goes, I did buy a uh, split <laughs> uh, plate of nachos with you. He mm. just, whoa, let's slow down on that. I'm yeah. buying. I'm a big spender. No, uh, but you were saying your bid on Facebook and dead people. Did you, Wishing people happy birthday. Yeah. I've seen people do that. And well, I, I definitely didn't. I didn't do he it, didn't do it like, on purpose. Yeah, though. no. But Facebook like sends you that think, reminder afterwards because of be, anybody that has like a, huge, a bunch of activity on Facebook, their timeline. So you get to see your results, and it's right there in the front after everybody else is uh, saying like, "I miss you every day." I can't stop crying, and then yours is just happy birthday compared to the rest of them. That's basically the bit. It's not. It's just saying that I I'm I'm stupid and I shouldn't be doing this. I, I hope I hope you put something in there like Happy Birthday, man! Hope you have a fantastic day. <laughs> Ho- hope your wishes such a beautiful come, person. Hope your wishes come true. Hope you have so many more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one to grow on. See, that's the thing. With hope the somebody fa- put a straw in that coffin. <laughs> birthday party last night was great. <laughs> See, that's what Google does. You were talking about uh, Hattie Mae. Um, Hattie Mae. I forget the the woman who won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for Gone with the Wind. Yeah, she played uh, Mammy in Gone with the Wind. You say they uh, like her. It was supposed to be her 121st 121st birthday. 121st birthday. So they had the Google Doodle. Yeah, and that's basically what that that is. Like, oh yeah, they would. It's like, and and even then, really, 121, huh? That's the one you're gonna pick to celebrate. Hey, just think, if you had lived 70 more years, you'd be the oldest person in the world right now, with just a random 121st birthday, like. Okay, fine. You want to put somebody up for like, this would have been their 150th birthday or even, you know, yeah. their 50th. Yeah. Uh, fucking five or yeah. zero, people. Five or zero. Yeah, go with an even number. 121. I mean, that's almost going to fuck with your OCD. Yeah, it's an even number like five. Yes. Yeah. Because you're, you're, I could see you having problems. It's four. With, it's okay. With, 121 it's, is four. It's okay. Okay. There must but be. It's, but there's 21 in there. With but one and plus two is it's the three. total. But it's the total. Okay. Whenever I do it, it'll be one and one and two it, is four. It, okay, okay. Is there now like a new oldest person? Because they're, they're, that article keeps popping up in my feed a lot about the, the dude from World War II that does nothing but drink whiskey and smoke cigars and it's like 111. The, um, the oldest person that died like a month ago was 117. Okay. Hmm. So this this person might just be like the oldest World War II person. Oh, yeah, or whatever. yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just and, like seeing those stories because then I'm like, fuck yeah, one closer to me. Right. 
You know, every time the oldest person that was dies, a bit I did. Every, every t- you know, every time the oldest person in the world dies, uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, Faux Polini, fake Bo Polini, uh-huh. goes on there and is like, "Oh my God, we need to solve this crisis. I can't believe this keeps happening. When are they going to do something about this? Oldest person in the world dies. Dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I a. Can, cri- I can a, see why you'd still follow that on Twitter. It's a crisis. <laughs> I I laugh every Fucking, time. Fucking that outlasted the real Bo Pelini. Like he does not even coach it anymore. It's probably him. Like that's how he makes money now. He's not a coordinator someplace. Yeah. He didn't. He wasn't. He's not a head what anymore. Was, is he? Didn't oh, he go I'm to sure Young, he's, I'm sure he's got, got like some work. He, he didn't he go to Youngstown State? I don't know where he went. That's, I think he went to one double A mm. or FCS. Oh, whatever. Wow. I wish he went back to fucking being a defensive coordinator. He was really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, it's nothing against Aranda, but he's definitely gone next year if we, he doesn't become our head coach. So. Hmm. Assuming Coach O, like, uh, oh, yeah. has never mind. He'll have a spectacular season, beat everybody. Whatever. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so you fucking know Adam is. He just feels vibrations in the universe. <laughs> He's gonna who? Just start texting. I fucking lose my. <laughs> John Brady. So, uh, <laughs> you want to talk about Wolfenstein too? Because we're speaking of people getting shot in first person stuff. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Wolfenstein. Speaking of first-person shooters. Yeah. It was like the first... Well, first you person. came up with the title for this, unfortunately. Yeah. If you yeah. want to like, just make it as classless as possible. Yeah. First-person shooters. Now, you yeah. should have heard what he wanted to call last week's. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Look, when I'm the voice of reason saying like, yeah. hey... Like, like he sent me what he thought it should have been, and I just didn't even respond. And I just waited for him to come to it on his own. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. Good, good. That's like the Trump administration. The, the the most reasonable voice of reason in the entire Trump administration is a guy named Mad Dog. Yeah. If But, you know, like, if Trump would tweet something and just... Would he ever? Oh, I keep waiting. Just No, I'm saying just if he tweeted something and just nobody responded... Like, if he tweeted something and the news didn't give a fuck, yeah. and, like, people weren't like, I gotta make a Kovebe shirt. If, <laughs> if he could just fucking tweet and nobody fucking acknowledged it, I bet you he'd never tweet again. Like, if if just, if he could tweet he something. He tweeted five times after that, If he could though. just tweet something, and then for, like, just fucking three hours, nobody even he, acknowledged that he had a Twitter no, account. No, because then he'd start complaining about the fake Twitter not reacting to his tweets, not giving a shit about his tweets. Yeah, I I don't. I don't think that's his only outlet with the world, but it's definitely one where he feels like he mm. he can at least get to say his voice. And and to be fair, it's usually something he just watched. It's not like it's always Fox and Friends. He watches Fox and Friends in the morning, and uh, they he'll he'll tweet out stuff from them. That's right. where he gets his talking points. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this a bit at lunch, but that because they it's have weird. the hottest women. Apparently, they show a lot of legs, so that's why he watches it. Yeah, right, but. But he's 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 basically just turned into my dad. It, it, I don't think there's like a difference between like the these people. It's not like anybody should listen to him. It's just now he he's got an outlet and people feel like it's important. If I heard like if my dad ended up like doing all this stuff and everybody started listening to him, I'd f- have the same reaction that I do for Trump. There's nothing. There's no difference. He watches nothing but Fox News. Yeah. I bet I bet Trump is at home right now. Playing solitaire in another room while Fox News is going on in the dining room. Like solitaire real, with real cards? Oh, and God, li- no. It's on a computer. And he's, and he's licking his thumbs on each card? No, no. It's on a computer. I mean, he used to own casinos, or still does, or does he? I'm just I referring to what my dad does. I'm sorry. Or did he Did he turn him over to a blind you know, trust? You know your dad owning all the casinos. Yes, of course. I thought you were talking about Trump. I, I'm just saying my dad. I can Trump, Trump playing solitaire. Yes. No, he, he, my dad just, my dad has no hobbies. He, he watches Fox News. That's, that's his, all he does. That's his hobby. His, his hobby is work. And I imagine that's the same thing with Donald Trump. He What, he, he plays golf? He plays golf so he can talk to people. I don't think he's like, he likes playing it. He just likes hanging out with those people. So it's not like that. that's like the main thing he does. It, a lot of what his motivation is has a lot to do with not only his business, but the adoration he expects for doing everything. Well, so instead it's not, of golf, he's also holding televised cabinet meetings mm-hmm. where basically it's a giant circle jerk. Or, or it's it's like a blow bang. Paid for that too. It's, it's a blow bang. It's a reverse blow bang, because it's uh, him in the middle, surrounded by a bunch of people just going balls deep on his on his dick. Right. And just 
but his balls are still dripping from that televised. Oh, it's a it's it's an I thank you for the opportunity and blessing to serve your agenda. Right. For for people to compare him to a dictator is not right. He's just he's he's now the CEO of America. That's all he's he is, and he expects everybody to be just That's his underlings. That's all fucking any president is. But but he's more more so than anybody. He wants the ability to have everybody ask kiss him like he did whenever he was with his company, and he just isn't getting it as as much as he used to. So hmm. so it's not like it, it's not like. He's become a megalomaniac. He's always been a megalomaniac. He's always been a megalomaniac. <laughs> this isn't new. No. It's, and, and what he does isn't necessarily evil. It's just what it is. It's yeah. not... I think... I, I, don't, I don't think this is a difference. I, I don't know why this is considered a wake-up call, but... It, but it, yeah. it is what it is. So, so speaking of, uh, of first-person tr- shooters, yes. Speaking <laughs> of Trump, uh, people are upset about a video game involving this first-person shooter who's a Jew uh, shooting Nazis who are running America. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, That's uh, New Colossus. Right. It's coming out in uh, October, October 27th. The trailer came out this weekend, and uh, you remember Wolfenstein? It was a person in a. Uh, like a maze, catacombs, trying to escape uh, World War II Nazi, yeah. like a POW or whatever. And mine Leiden! And it was a cool game. So now they re- they have a new one coming out, and it's really high tech and advanced. And they have the trailer out, and it's it kind of reminds me of uh, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, a, a little bit as far as the themes. It's like, oh, here's America, but it's like the Nazis won World War II, and here's where we are today. And uh, here comes a guy killing Nazis and their machines and whatnot. And people are pissed off because they think it's all a giant, as the young people say, it's a subtweet of, uh, of Trump. Basically, it's about something. It's about Trump without actually saying it's about Trump. Right. It's about Trump's America without explicitly saying that. I know, I know this sounds weirdly petty to say this. And this is just from watching way too many World War II documentaries. Yeah. But I believe... If the U.S. lost World War II, uh-huh. that Japan would be in control of the U.S. and not, not Germany. I mean, Germany might be considered like the overall power, but Germany would want Russia before they'd want the U.S. And, and it's just oh. the U.S. assuming that not, that, that was the whole move for, for Germany to do. It was like, this is, they just wanted us because of our sexy body, you know, that sort of thing. Mm. I think Germany, I think, Japan had more of a claim on us than anything because yeah. they attacked us directly. This is so. true, but the Germans have more in common with us. We, English is a Germanic language. <laughs> so we'd be easier subsidiaries? Uh, is that why? Absolutely. <laughs> there were people, remember, before World War II, there were people that were sympathetic to the Nazis because they, say, they saw a common uh, heritage. Right. You've got to remember. It's the reason why we didn't immediately go. Yeah, we got, also made him time man of the year in like 34. Yeah, and, and, I, yeah. And think about this. The white supremacy groups, uh, what symbols do they use to... Hugs and kisses. It's not... Rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> it's not uh, the flag of the rising sun. It's the house of the rising sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a house in New Orleans. Yeah, the house in New Orleans. Which, by the way... Ha uh-huh, beat you do it. New, Orle- New Orleans... That's that, what Robert was trying to get out there. Wolfenstein 2 is said in New Orleans, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh. So shout out to Cause that. Because of filming, it's a lot easier. <laughs> Apparently so. They get the film credits building the game in New Orleans. That's great. Talk to Patrick Mulhern about that. Um, but yeah, so you've got... There was a video game studio right. in New Orleans. <laughs> and they called it Wolf. Activision. Oh, you fuck. Jesus. Stepping on my shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's like the same that problem whole... with my dick. There's that whole common heritage thing of going way back, Germanic language, and, and uh, if you go back far enough, we're, we're part of the same race or whatever. Not so much. But if you're uh, looking at landmass, they're, they're like for Germany to, to think that they got a hold of Russia, and then they'd also want the U.S. as well, that there's no way they'd say, okay, we're cool with that. Like that, that's, that's spreading themselves pretty thin. Well, if you watch Man in the High Castle, they split the American continent pretty much down the Rockies. Yeah, I know. West. Like half goes to Japan, yeah. but that I, I think Japan then, would get everything. So you think Japan would win out? Would would take over all of America? They attacked us directly. Germany never attacked the U.S. Well, they attacked Hawaii before it was a state, but it was still a territory of the United States, mm. and it was a direct. They were directly trying to provoke 
U.S. involvement into the war because they mm. thought that they could kick our ass, and they were wrong. They thought wrong. Well, they thought that they were killing they our entire navy wrong. because of because uh, they thought everybody like our entire navy naval fleet was at Pearl Harbor. They were trying to sink everything that we had. Yeah, and so. we had a number of uh, ships still at sea, so that yeah, was yeah. good. That's what saved us there. So they just fucked up. That's but, all it is. Uh, they, they, but, but yeah, I mean, how fucking stupid is it to, for for people to be upset that oh here's a here's a Jew uh, waking up from whatever he's he's like a coma or it was like a cryogenic thing. <laughs> no, he was like oh, okay. sedated. Was, Did we win the war? He might have been in a coma. Uh, he was you in, might want he, to sit down for this. Uh, he yeah. was in carbonite. He owed Jabba some we money. Don't know, we don't know. If you watch the trailer, we don't know for sure. But he wakes up and he starts killing and everything. And apparently this guy's Spoiler a Jew. Alert. And he... Uh, what's in the trailer? And uh, he starts killing the and Nazis. And it's a video game. And apparently people are pissed off that Amer- an American not Jew is killing Nazis. Right. I mean, I guess at least he's not using a baseball bat. I guess that's... They, they're fine with like a bear Jew... You know, bashing the heads of Nazis. Uh huh. Do you think they're fine with that? I don't know. Wonder, it's just not a video game. Although someone it's a turning way of life. <laughs> yeah, turning Tarantino movies into a video game would seem like a, a pretty smart idea for how, somebody. How to do is that. that not a thing yet? I guess he just never licensed it out, or they just assumed it wouldn't make any money. That would but, be but pretty. But creating a Tarantino universe, which is what. Oh my God, that would be hilar- that would be awesome. Uh, which is what he says exists anyway. He, he says. All of his movies either exist as a universe or a movie that would be playing in his universe, because Kill Bill would be a movie that someone would see in the Tarantino universe, like that sort of thing. Uh, he like, people have, people have asked him that, so like there is some connection with all of his films. So all his all his films are connected in some way, in some way inside Not, the Tarantino universe. Very thinly connected, but yes, they are. Like Red Apple cigarettes is the connection. Uh, for all, uh, they'll they'll share names. They'll share last names. Like uh, uh, the Bear Jews' last name is Donowitz, which was the name of the producer in True Romance. Like the guy that was going to produce. Uh, uh, well, he didn't produce. It was um, Christian Slater went and talked to him about like selling all the blow to him. And his mm. last name was Donowitz. So that was the connection that, like, with another universe. And Alabama was also a girlfriend of Mr. White. Was also in True Romance, so yeah, like that—that's the kind of, kind of connections he has with huh. those things. They're not like exact characters in each one of them, but like relationships. He uses names over and over again. So uh, we had lunch today with uh, James Brown, the Godfather sure of Joel, did. and uh, we got to talking about. You're a movie kind of a guy. You're you're into really <laughs> shitty, horrible movies. Yeah. You were saying that there's a movie out called Nine Eleven. Yes. Which well, it's I, not out. Um, what's the deal with this? Okay, so I. I was fascinated. I want to talk about this. Okay, sure. Um, Let's talk about nine eleven. If you if you go, um, I, almost all the ticketing services I use will have like some giveaway thing that they'll send to you. Usually, it's like a free advanced screening at a movie theater somewhere. Yeah. But movie tickets actually has it where you can get something on demand, so you can just get the file uploaded. But they'll paint like your address and information on there, so they know that if the, if a copy leaks then it's not meant for, like, you're the one that leaked it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that what they sent me, all they said is this movie is called 9-11 and stars Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. And I couldn't click on it quick enough because there's yeah. no way this film isn't going to rock. <laughs> I know other people would immediately have turned this off. Also in this film is uh, Gina Gershon, Luis Guzman, uh, the guy that plays Avon Barksdale on The Wire, uh, and that might be it. Um, I can only get so erect. I'm gonna need you to stop naming. You had people. me at Gina Gershon. Yeah, you had. Well, you had me at Gina Gershon, and then Avon Barksdale, and I was like, yeah. okay, they're fucking in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, five people are trapped in an elevator during 9/11. It's based on a play that somebody wrote, and then they adapted it for the movie. Uh, Charlie Sheen is a hardworking father of one that's getting a divorce. The divorce proceedings are happening in the World Trade Center that morning. So he's there. What floor? At like, at like 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't remember what floor. Okay. All I remember is this line. I'll tell you, this line exi- existed because he decides he doesn't want to go through with the divorce immediately. And But he and, got there at 7 a.m. for divorce proceedings? Well, yeah, they had to make sure they were in the in there before it actually happened. You know, Who the fuck gets up? Who the fuck goes to get 
divorced at seven in the fucking morning. I know Sonny people gets up somebody really, has got to like their job. Yeah. They got to do other things that day. Oh, I, I thought you meant people that are really fucking serious <laughs> about getting divorced. Like, it's like I am first oh, in line. Oh no, our, our our appointments at eleven fifteen, bitch. I'll be there at three thirty a.m. I'm gonna have the newspaper and some donuts for you when you get there. I'm ready to go. The, and you find out later that the reason Gina Gershon is divorcing Charlie Sheen is because he works too hard <gasps> and is never at home. Like oh. the one reason. Charlie Sheen would never get divorced. Like the only attractive thing about him is his money making ability. Too much money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not like anything else that Charlie Sheen has been divorced over. It's the oh, you're you're too much into providing for our family, so we have to get a, a divorce. Uh, so he decides the last I minute. Tell you what, not these to... fucking kids have everything they want, and I can't stand <laughs> it anymore. <laughs> I am Gina Gershon, and I'm still pretty hot, so I can do whatever That's I want. That's true. Yeah, she could get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he decides he doesn't want to go through with it, and she goes, oh, you're always waiting to the ninth hour to make these decisions. And he goes, oh, I think it's called the 11th hour. And she goes, 9, 11, what's the difference? And oh. I'm, yeah, they say that line in the movie. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> go <God>. fuck yourself. <laughs> so oh. this movie is, A, taking itself very I, seriously, B, making some very is, inappropriate is things Is the guy in the who process. made this movie playing baseball anywhere? <laughs> so what I, what I really need to know... <laughs> Is is that a line that some shitty writer came up with for the movie? Oh, that it was ad libbed on the li- day. No, no. Or is that a line that some shitty playwright came up with? <laughs> because like I could see, I could see the movie. They're trapped in the elevator on nine eleven. Like that's, sure. I could see that being a movie. But what kind of asshole would sit in a, in a Broadway theater, <laughs> like, like? And you're gonna you, you like you know there's an intermission coming up. Yeah. You got your tiny glasses on a stick <laughs> and like and they say that line, do you just stand up and go, fuck this and walk out like Mr. Sondheim, thou hast wowed me again. Like <laughs> Like that seems like the shittiest play ever. Like Holy crap. that would be like if they did a if they did a Broadway adaptation of uh it, is it oh, what's the one where they're like they all jump off the boat and then they realize that nobody put the ladder down, so they're oh. just. It's basically two hours of people okay. treading water. That like, one episode of King of the Hill, but yeah, I, I only know. It was <laughs> an episode of King of the Hill. Well, no, there was a movie. Sure, there. Open yeah. Water? Was open that, Water, that's, that's it. Open Water. Or, oh, you know what I was thinking of? Open Water 2, <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> where, where other people watch that movie and they're like, who'd be that dumb? And then they did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But, so, so, like, I'd like to see a Broadway play of that. It's just. It's just. Five people standing on stage pretending like they're standing there, obviously standing there shirtless, yeah, yeah. just pretending to tread water. Like, like you can't see this on the podcast at home, but I'm actually miming treading water he's, he's right do, he's now. He's doing a little bit of a breaststroke there. It would be almost as exciting as you picturing me doing that here. People doing that for like four, because because it would be like a seven act play. Like there'd have to be like an hour long intermission in the middle. And like, like in the gods must be crazy. You could have yes. like three people in a almost like a Chinese dragon version of a shark going by. Oh, of like course. Oh, fuck yeah. Down, yeah. Oh, three. Oh, uh-uh, this, this is going to be a big ass shark. There's going to be seven of them in there. And at some point, I'm going to need somebody to throw down like a thousand pack of black cats like it's Chinese New Year underwater. And then we bring in the deep water horizon. Oh, yeah. That, Ed, I don't know. Ed, this, this was around... I know nobody's <laughs> as big of a movie fan as, as me on this. Uh, around the time when Rushmore came out, they had the MTV Movie Awards, and they decided to Rushmore all the movies that got nominated for Best Picture. And it was great to see it, and you would have thought that would have been like a new trend, what Sonny's basically describing right here, just making a stage play for something that is never meant to be a stage play. Yeah. But nobody does that. It, it That would be so much fun. That would uh, be. So... Uh, but anyway, so uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Okay. So since you brought up Rushmore, okay, and I was just talking about like somebody says fuck that and they get up and they walk out. <laughs> so I've watched a fuck ton of movies. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the fountain of knowledge that like you are or mm-hmm. like James are, where they can just be like, oh, you mean at 37 seconds into the 19th minute of this movie when this happens and so and so did this and they were also in this with it. I can't fucking do any of that. Sure. But I know a shit ton of movies. Uh. Rushmore is the only movie I've ever walked out of. No. Like, I've seen some shit show movies. And I've been on a lot of drugs in a lot of theaters watching a lot of fucking movies. Rushmore was so terrible. And I fucking love everything Bill Murray's ever been in. 
and we were like 35 minutes into Rushmore, uh-huh. and I was like, I I can't fucking take this pile of shit. And it wasn't Bill Murray. I fucking hated that dude. I hated Rushmore. I don't fuck. Oh yeah, that I, was the school. You're talking about Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, I don't yeah. know his name. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman. I fucking hated him so much in that movie. I was just like, I fucking despise everything about him. Like, I don't ever want to see anything he's ever going to be in again. <laughs> but then he was in, and this see, this is my downfall with movies. I can't fucking remember the name of anything. I can't remember the name of actors or movies. The show he did on HBO where he's a private detective. Okay. God damn, I loved him in that. <laughs> I wanted to hug him in that. I can't remember yeah, the name of that uh, show uh, I said uh, Ted Danson, right? I, yes. I don't remember the name of the, the show, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. But I, I, there's fucking... Like, can you can you feel like the fury coming out of me just talking about Rushmore? Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with Rushmore. <laughs> like, people loved Rushmore. I fucking despised it. Rushmore was my 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd like to build a reflecting pool for Rushmore so I can just think about... The tragedy that that movie was to me. So, uh, Whoopi Goldberg plays in this. She's not in the. She's not in the actual elevator. She is the uh, like the head of the control center at the bottom. Imagine like Tommy Lee Jones in Volcano. That's basically what her her job is. They decided not for Whoopi Goldberg to have her Whoopi Goldberg hair, which is a pain uh, because she's got a mountain of hair that they have to hide, and they put it all underneath like a weird Yankovic wig. So it's it, it's it just looks like. Like you're really trying to hide hair is basically what you're what it looks like. It was like. just like a really big hat, and they just like made some paper mache <laughs> cheeks for us so that it looked normal. <laughs> it's like why couldn't it just be Whoopi Goldberg? That's that was my whole problem with that because wow. you're definitely getting her for the name value. I was going to say not even not even like as Whoopi Goldberg as Matilda the controller. Uh-huh. Just they're just like Whoopi Goldberg. She was between movies and needed a paycheck, <laughs> so she's working in the lobby. Yeah. There, there was uh, five hours between view show, uh, shoots, and she was like, "Oh, you can, you can use me for this." Yeah. There, there are some obvious green screens for New York, and they are in New York. That, that, that's the sad part about this. Wow. But they couldn't green screen her hair. Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't do much in this movie. She, she is watching TV footage with us, you know, like as a consoling friend. Uh, as things are going on, she's in the tower, mind you, but she would prefer watching the news coverage. The they whole just time. show her nodding her head solemnly, side to side, like a tear running down her cheek, and then the building falls when, on her. When, when the, well, the thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> when, well, she gets out before the second. Uh, the ah, second Jesus! Falls. Real spoiler, spoiler alert. Jesus! I can tell you the whole movie. She I don't gets out and she gets hit, and she gets hit by a jumper. Let me guess. Killed. Let me guess. She took down Tower Seven, didn't she? <laughs> She's the re- yeah. Um, That's right. She was a uh, she was Whoopi Goldberg had a can of thermite paint. Right. <laughs> uh, which one was hit first? The the one that was hit first fell last, right? Isn't that how that worked? Right. The 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 North Tower was hit first. Correct. Okay. They were in that they were in that tower when it was hit, and as far as they were concerned, nothing big happened. Like since there isn't like a ton of footage available, and everybody just assumed it was just like a crop duster that hit it or something. Hmm. Like a single engine plane that that actually caused all this damage, so they're just waiting. And Luis Guzman, uh, of was, course, is it was is just the, the glider. Yeah, they well they took out ten floors. Yeah, <laughs> they don't it, know that they're in the fucking elevator. They don't know how much has happened. Oh. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, the footage that they show of like the 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 firefighters at the bottom is like, hey, can we go up the elevators? And Whoopi Goldberg's got to go. Nope, they're all closed. And they're like, <sighs> they do that huffing noise like. <laughs> Jeez, I gotta climb all those stairs. What kind of bullshit firefighters are like? Can we take the elevator? Be like, this is your rule, sir. We don't. We, but our work is heavy. Our policy would be, yeah, keep the elevators going because it seems much more efficient. But the fire department's all like, if there's a fire, don't take the fucking elevator. That's right. Oh, so, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That rule only applies to us, right? Like, not to you, right? Oh, okay. Do as I say, not as I do. And fucking Whoopi Goldberg's down there just well, giving them shit. This is a trick, right? You're trying to get us in <laughs> yeah. trouble with the fire marshal. I see you, you back there with that ticket pad. Uh, so a majority of the movie is is them just sitting around talking to each other, not trying to get out of the situation they're in. How are you going to get out? Yeah, well, you have Louis, Louis Guzman as the person that actually knows. He's like the janitor, like one of the head uh, custodial people there. And he's just relying on somebody else, like them have contact with somebody else. And they're occasionally talking to Whoopi Goldberg uh, down in the, the... But he's uh, also Luis Guzman. Like, he's not going to be the guy going through the fucking escape hatch and, like, 
shimmying up the uh, yeah. steel cable to another floor. Patience. He's <laughs> gonna, yeah, he's not going to be the building designer that they consult yeah. on how long will the building stay up after this. Yeah. Impact. What's the structural integrity? Right. I don't know. Let's ask the truthers. Yeah. Well, that, that's funny. Is there's no 9/11 trailer you can find online, but you can find the 9/11 truther ad that Charlie Sheen stars in. Because I just looked up 9/11 Charlie Sheen, and he's got something on the Alex Jones uh, YouTube page oh, about yeah. like demanding that Obama give the actual information out, which, which was always uh, the the best the best part about the argument is like, dude, don't you know he wasn't the president during like this whole thing? Why why is <laughs> Why is he the guy that you're arguing? Because he's like that. He. I was just saying, one. but if he's in the office now, like they can't be like George Bush released those files. He's like, I'm, I'm on a fucking range in Texas now. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not. They they changed my password after I left. Like they I waited can't. seven fucking years though to ask. That's the problem because they immediately when Obama got into president, that became president, they made this slick ass video that they could put up on the website. Uh, oh oh, here's the thing. A fucking plane hit a building. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of jet fuel. And how about they were like, oh, it couldn't have burned. That wouldn't have damaged the structure. I don't know if you know this or not. There's not a lot of field tests on what happens to the stability of a structure when a fucking 747 hits a, full, a giant full building. Of, full of not, fuel. Not even fuel. Not even fuel. Just, just, first of all, the taller something is. When something hits it really high, the more it's going to sway back yeah, and forth. you got the sway issue, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not. That swaying back and forth, that can do a lot of damage mm-hmm. to the, I don't know, structural integrity of the fucking building. They could, the weight of the top. Yeah, motherfucker, it could. Yeah, because when one hits the other, now that weight is exponentially oh, factored yeah. once all they, the way. Once, to, once they go, go then that's How about it. this, motherfuckers? Why don't you pay attention in science class when you're in high school before you dropped out? We're like, I know some shit. I watched a YouTube video. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Well, you see, Sonny. I'm sorry. If, if, the, if the Earth was round... more sucks. <laughs> if the Earth was round, it would have just flown right over the building. Because then the pl- plane would have just, the, just yeah, been the, flying straight. It went right over it. <laughs> yes. They could have never angled it properly. <laughs> Because this fucking guy in the cockpit holding the level. (laughs) Wait a minute. It's never going to work. Yeah, it, the main problem, and and this is this is basically what I because I, they had like the afterwards where you could talk about the movie and what I would hope this film would have done to make make it better is there's too much sitting around talking. Like they should have if they're going to go this far and make a 9/11 movie starring Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg, they should have made that that elevator the most inappropriate escape room you have ever seen. Oh wow. Like that's basically what it should be. You have an hour to get out of there. Here's some clues laying around. And and you know, like just unearth things. They they the spent maybe one is a tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> they they ha- you they spent maybe 15 20 minutes of actual escaping in there. So you can tell like the play was probably just a lot of them, hey, we're sitting around on 9/11 trying to get out of this, so we're trying to learn about each other. That that's basically what it turned into into the movie. And I'm sure a limited budget also would make you think that's the case. Um, so, um, when the second tower uh, gets hit, mm-hmm. they they definitely make sure you know about it in the movie. They take every angle. It is just like a really cool Jackie Chan stunt. You know, when you watch the movie and he does something awesome, they got like 10 angles on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they got 10 angles of that t- of that tower getting hit in the movie. And... And now everything's serious because everybody knows for sure this is an attack. Now, mm. now like everything gets amped up. And just to clarify, they are in the first tower that got hit, right? Yeah. So, so, okay. so a, a and they didn't realize the magnitude, even though they were in the building that actually got hit. And from what I understand, everybody in the building knew some major shit had happened. But in the movie, um, they're, they're in the they're, elevator. They're in an elevator. They're low priority. That's uh, what do you, like you other. Think they were fucking getting on Facebook. <laughs> it didn't exist. I mean, they could have got on MySpace, I guess, but maybe. Um, but they'd have been like, God damn it, I can't get anything to load on this page. There's fucking 87 YouTube videos starting. What's YouTube? I what, don't know. What is really impressive, I, like, not this doesn't happen for a ton of movies, but uh, what's really impressive about this one is one person's able to get through to their uh, to their mother, so they get other the other two people's information so they can contact their loved ones, make sure that it, tell them that they're okay, mm-hmm. and they use real phone numbers Oops, both times. Oh wow! They yeah, use, they don't use five 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 numbers. Yeah, for a movie that is skimping on a lot of shit, it doesn't skimp on the five like the phone numbers. Did like, you call these numbers? I did not. Did they have zip? Code? I wish I did. 
<laughs> yes, I'm they sorry. do. They I'm have, sorry. Go right. fuck me. I just asked if the phone numbers had zip codes <laughs> on them. Zip code. Uh, this, is, this is why, like, you're not gonna trick me, credit card man. I know, I know why. Way that's right. <laughs> the, those phone numbers are maiden names. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, there, but like, easily the first twenty minutes, the last twenty minutes are worth are the reason worth watching the, the, this movie. When they eventually start kicking it into gear and trying to escape, there is a moment where the elevator falls and. You really think these people? That's how everybody's gonna die, because you see them like everybody's laying on the ground, and then they start lifting up like oh, this, and zero it's G. slow mo, and they might as well be playing Amazing Grace, really slow, you know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And or some bagpipes. I'm like, oh man, this is how they're going to die, and they're mm-hmm. gonna show it, and because like, why not? This is 9/11. Like, uh, we a lot of bad shit happened. The elevator tilts and gets caught. It it makes it all the way down to the ground level, like the the brakes on the side stop it, so everybody lives from that. They get rescued. The last person in there is Charlie Sheen. There's a firefighter reaching down to get him, and then it fades to black, and then it says, "For all the people that we lost on 9/11." Like, this is in tribute for all the people that we lost on 9/11. Jesus, that's like in Ladder 49. Like the whole movie, I thought he was gonna get out of there. Yeah. And then with like 10 minutes left, I was like, "Oh, oh no, no, he's not gonna ah." Oh, the, the other this. the other four people live. It's just Charlie Sheen that dies. He's the only one. He makes the ultimate sacrifice. And probably that firefighter. Huh? Yeah, that fire, pro- pro- but, but he wasn't a main character. Probably firefighter number seven. <laughs> if that firefighter not... was like Bill Pullman, then it would have made, I guess, would have cared or something, yeah. but no. <laughs> Did he say, come on, get to the chopper? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> the the questionnaire afterwards uh, decided to uh, aim really high, like swing for the fences high on what they thought about this movie because uh, they not only asked you uh, uh, on a scale one to ten what you think, but why didn't you think this was outstanding? And <laughs> and is this movie better or worse than Manchester by the Sea? Ooh. Or is it better than worse than Spotlight? Two films up for Academy oh, Awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were nominated for a shit ton of Academy Awards. Right, right. And that's Spotlight compar- won, yes. And they're comparing, they're comparing themselves to... Did you did you respond? Movies. Wait, which spotlight? Twenty sixteen spotlight or nineteen seventy eight spotlight? Starring Frank Stallone. <laughs> now, when you, I figure there's got to have been another movie called Spotlight at some point. Well, there might have been, but I. You're that, welcome I'm, for that. I'm not gonna watch this. this when you say a questionnaire, like, if only you had a podcast, it would make you watch I know. it. If only if only somebody was willing to like put up, say, I don't know, forty bucks on a Patreon account <laughs> to make sure that you watch both uh, of those. See that? Oh fuck! That's what you should do. Oh yeah, like Patreon ma- request series. Yeah, like Labs Fan yeah. Wrestling Podcast does. Yeah, to hate watch some stuff. Hate yeah, watch all <laughs> shit. that'd be awesome. Um, so th- you say a questionnaire? Like, how did you get a questionnaire? You were at a movie, or was it sent to you? How, how did you? No, see no. The, this, the, this whole thing was like a pre- uh, it was a it was a preview screening. Like, it's not I, released. This film is not out there. I don't it's know, not if you out know there how yet. Netflix works. Well, it's not Netflix. It's on. It was through MovieTickets.com. Like they like I I use their service. All the same thing. Well, I, I I use their service to get tickets because you can buy the movie tickets gift card at like a twenty percent discount at uh, uh, like Sam's, so you can save twenty percent on. Movie tickets. Yeah, I mean, it, this is an ad for them, I guess. I don't know, but they said, "Hey, we noticed you like movies. Would you like to see this movie early and for free?" Mm-hmm. And uh, we we're gonna ask you some stuff afterwards. It's like it's like one of those like it's almost like a Nielsen screening, but it's not for anything important. Like this isn't anything that's gonna get released in theaters. Why didn't you have like a shaky handy cam in there with you? <laughs> because so you- because my watermark was already there on on the screen. Like it already said. That this is Robert Rowell's copy of this movie, and if you get no, no, no. this file, upload it to xvideos.com. I, I didn't want you to release it on the internet. Uh-huh. I just wanted to see like a 10 second shaky cam Blair Project <laughs> clip of it. That would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm because that would have given it more realism. You could have been like, I was there, motherfucker, 9 11. I made it out. <laughs> sure. I was, I was 11 and somehow had a fucking <laughs> Service Pro with a camera phone. 
So no, this was this is why they gave me the, the I because shot it in HD before HD was around. They're they're probably 4K. like wh- whoever actually bought the rights to this movie is probably wanting information about it, and they're wondering should we even bother releasing this on demand, or is this something that just needs to be? I hope just you thrown strongly encouraged it. Oh, I I said oh, yeah. like it just needs a couple of uh, improvements, but I think you got a winner here. You like this is <laughs> like maybe take out people's real fucking phone numbers. Right, right. Oh my. But oh, that's good shit. Yeah, it, it's it's one of the it, it's definitely like a movie that should never have gotten made, but it's one of those that you would would love to see more of. But I can totally see like somebody getting that email and saying, "I don't want to see this. This is this is wrong." But the moment I saw who was in it and what this was about, I was like, "Well, I got to see this." Thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg in her strongest performance yet. <laughs> In a, in a performance where she just sits in a chair and watches TV. A performance for the ages. You've the, seen her sitting. You've seen her sit in a bright room on the View. Now see her sit in a dark room on 9/11. Not since Theodore Rex as she mailed it in in order to get a paycheck. Watch as she somewhat looks in horror as people die during the most tragic events on American soil in years. <laughs> Nearly as riveting as that movie where she was a nun. <laughs> no, not that one. The sequel. Back of the Habit, yeah. <laughs> I know that's... <laughs> how, fucking, how fucking inobservant do you have to be? Because people were jumping from the upper floors and falling right outside. Whoopi Goldberg re- says that. Like, they don't show, like, bodies hitting the floor. They, and especially they don't play that song afterwards. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but they, but she goes, oh, man, people are jumping from the top, uh, you know, like, floors. Like, something that wasn't, I wouldn't say common knowledge, but something that they weren't saying on the news when all this was happening. It was later. It, they found out later on because yeah, yeah. they couldn't tell. And people, and people were filming it. It's not like it wasn't yeah. happening. It's just like, this isn't what you well, need to be telling me as I'm stuck in an elevator. Well, people I, did film it, but it came out later during the documentaries because you could hear the thud about every 15, 20 seconds of people hitting. Yeah. No, I, I read the book extremely fast, incredibly close. I never saw the movie, but like, there's a almost like a flip book inside poor where you see somebody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yes. <laughs> I also have poor taste. Because I love Rushmore. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was I was trying to think of something else because he said uh, extremely fast, incredibly close. I was going to comment on his. Oh, I didn't know you took one of those speed reading courses and you're nearsighted. <laughs> He's holding the book right up to his face. Yeah, I'm Donald Pleasance and in The Great Escape. He just I, kept getting paper cuts on his nose because he was turning the page so fast. Jeez. See, I like it whenever I get to explain a joke. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's good shit. So this is movie that we might see in the future, released and in some. I fucking fashion. hope so. Yeah, there's. Uh, you can find like like an entertainment like a one minute thing on YouTube where like you know like an Entertainment Tonight sort of thing where it says Charlie Sheen to star in a nine eleven movie. That's that's all you can find right now. My guess is that they'll release it sometime, either near the fall or in the like around January February of next year, and just let it be gone. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, because I'm guessing that like this is a passion project of Charlie Sheen. Like he wanted to make this movie. He doesn't make movies anymore. He's got like millions of dollars through uh, all the sitcoms that he's done. He doesn't have to bother with this stuff anymore. But he wanted to make this movie because he thought it would be serious. He's and- like, you know what? I, I you know I, I need to do another serious film. Like when I did the Chase with Christy Swanson. <laughs> You know something, something that fucking just just pulls at your heartstrings. <laughs> something I can pair with minute work. Something <laughs> that just stretches my character. Yeah. Look at I, that! Somebody dropped another build on a perfectly good white boy. <laughs> Isn't that the line from Minute Work? Sure. Was, well, yeah. I thought that was better off dead. I think they use it in both. Oh, that did. wouldn't surprise me. Because uh, in Minute Work, uh, there was a similar line. Who's the gritty black guy that looks like a cross between Danny Glover and the dad on Friday? Gritty. Mm. Or angry. He was the black dude a minute work. Sure. I don't know if he's been in anything else I can tell he's you. He's fucking been in a million things. This is, is why I it? suck at names. <laughs> it's not Serrano from Major League because I'm blanking right now. Uh, was it? No. 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 Okay. Hmm. No. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. And I'm that okay. terrible with names of all races, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's equally name racist. Yeah. That's what he is. 
But no, I, I it could have been an Asian girl as far as my memory works. More importantly, if they ever want to make one of these films again, I want to be on the good graces. So I, I made sure to fill out in length uh, everything that I, I got a hold of because I wanted to make it look like I was a concerned person. Yeah. At, or at least a good study for this sort of thing. I don't know. Because right, you want future train wrecks to come your way. Yeah, I would totally Especially love other films like this. Star-studded train wrecks. Yeah. That's it, Robert Rowell right there. It, it's weird that, that something like this and not only got made, but like there, there's very little press about it because it definitely should be something that, that people at least are look, not necessarily looking forward to seeing, but like, oh, come on, what is this sort of thing? Because I heard nothing about it until I got that email. But it, it, it is, as far as I know, well, we'll do a real thing. We'll what we can thing. to get some, uh, some pub out there. If you've got like a screenshot or an huh? image of, a, of like a... a no, uh, he like doesn't. A, I do not... I do not, Jeremy. Or, or like an image of like a poster. Or blur, I signed or something that said I didn't tape anything. <laughs> or like a poster that went, came with the email or anything like that. I don't think so. I mean, any I kind of artwork. Because that would be that would be awesome if we could, uh, you know, get an exclusive on something like that out there. Nobody else. Is, <laughs> well, just nobody else is covering. Not that we're special. Just nobody else gives a fuck sure, about this sure. movie. And there, it, it has an IMDb page. It. It's not like it isn't like completely. Oh well, I'll look on the. Uh, it, I don't think there's a poster on it, though. That's the problem. I mean, it's not the TV movie that came out in 2002. It's the... Uh, oh, yeah, well, uh, I, I mean, I don't think this is unique in any sort of way, but that's the poster that they have up here. It's no other... <laughs> it just looks like um, Uncle Buck's car, if you, remember, if you remember what that looked like. That's the picture that you see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other better way to describe it, but but yeah, the the only picture they have of it is that could the actual be the, picture of 9/11. That could be the best fucking description of anything ever. Wow. Nat, bug, <laughs> and then Charlie Sheen pulls out an axe. <laughs> he should be in that one too. He was he wasn't enough of the the those Brad Pat movies. That's a shame. And and didn't wait, bug or John Candy. Oh, I was just you were you were saying Charlie Sheen. So oh. I was, yeah, I thought we were still talking about Uncle Buck. We were, uh, but yeah, John Candy's the one that that pulled out the hacksaw. Yeah, know. hatchet, hatchet, whatever. You know, yeah, whatever. A sharp object that he was going to cut that dude with. <laughs> you want to talk shit about a new restaurant? Sure. In Baton Rouge. I don't know. Hopefully, it's not El Rio, the best restaurant that you can ever go to. No, no, the, this, this is actually the oldest. This is the Mexican oldest restaurant. Mexican restaurant. Bad I'm this slapping the, the best on there. It depends. <laughs> it depends on what restaurant it is, because I might like it. This is uh, this is from a review. I haven't been there yet. I'm just going off the review from the Advocate by uh, Matthew Segur. It's uh, the title is offering the quote sexy French cousin to pizza, flambe cafe opens this weekend Willow Grove. <laughs> There are two, not just one, but two accent aigus in the name of this place. So are we making fun of the restaurant or are we making fun of the shitty reviewer? No, he's quoting the name that they gave. They, that's their tagline. Uh. They gave him sexy French cousin the pizza. That's what they told him it is. Yeah, Jeremy was telling me about this and said that these are the same people that own Bistro Byron's. Bistro Byron's. I might not shit on them then because fucking <laughs> well, Ro- Bistro might. Byron's got that uh, debris sandwich and them goddamn blue cheese chips. Uh-huh. And they have a good cassoulet, so it's hard to find a good fucking cassoulet in the city. Strubies has one. Mm. It ain't as good as Bistro Byron's. Bistro Byron sets the bar for cassoulet in the city. Mm. So, uh, Do you not like them? He's not they, they rubbed me the wrong way. It, it, the one time I went, I, I asked for water, and they just gave me tap water with no ice in like a small glass in there, and I was like, oh, I, they definitely don't serve water here and that sort of... So... <laughs> Uh, that seems like a shitty server more than a shitty restaurant. Well, it just felt like I was in the wrong place. Yeah, like, I, like they wanted me out. And I, I didn't think want they. I to think do they do it. give you like tiny drink glasses. Though, yeah, yeah, like yeah, tiny glasses of water. Which here's what you do: you do what I do. Whenever they bring me like a really small glass of water at a restaurant, I go, "Can I just have a pitcher of ice water? Because I'm gonna drink like 40 of these. Because yeah. I do. Like in the hour we've been doing this podcast you, you see this 30 this 32 ounce beverage cup that i have here i've been through four waters mm-hmm. since yeah. we've been here and he hasn't uh, gotten up to pee yet yeah and so when they give you that tiny glass i'm like yeah i'm just going to need a pitcher thanks so um, i'll do that next time flambe cafe opens uh, tuesday at uh, 8210 village plaza court in the willow grove neighborhood of off perkins road i'm not sure where that's at but 
It's off no. Perkins Road. The restaurant offers special. Uh, it's restaurant. Some, uh, I can tell you right now, I can't afford this place, so <laughs> feel free to make it, fun. It specializes in tarte flambés or, quote, the sexy French cousin to pizza, according to restaurant owner Emily Cantro Alton and her crew. Tarte flambé, which is French for uh, Pop Tart on Fire. <laughs> yeah, flaming pie. That's their that's entree. A, that's what they call redheads in France, right? Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to make... Never mind. <laughs> I heard flaming. That's uh, that's like a French idiom for fi- fire crotch. Right. Fr- uh, flaming pie. I can see that. Alton they said, have a full menu on that thing, or is it just like uh, their, well, their they kind choice of stuff? Alton said she de- she and developer Richard Carmouche had been working on ideas for a new restaurant concept for Willow Grove, and pizza kept coming up in the conversation. Quote, we didn't think the world needed another pizza joint. We thought we could meet the need in a different, uh, God damn it, in a fucking phone, fucking with me. We thought we could meet the need in a different way. We spent a lot of time looking at trends in New York. Then mm. we dug into our French heritage. New and York came, City. And came across the tart flambe, the French version of a pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, we, don't, we don't want to make another pizza place. So what we'll do instead is follow me now. Here we go. And we're going to make a pizza place. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's what we said we didn't want to do. How about if we called it La Pizza and we put some Tonys on it and then suddenly it's Cajun? Yeah. Robert, I'm looking off to the side yeah. while I have this conversation with an imaginary I didn't, I didn't, person. I didn't know if he was talking to the baby the whole time. Yeah. The, uh, the restaurant will offer the traditional take on the dish with Lardons. I don't know what that sounds like, some, like French fat ass. Penis La, is what that means. Lardons. Creme fraiche. Now that's uh, sexy. Lardon is bacon, I believe. Oh, okay. Or uh, bacon fat, or not bacon fat. Uh, pork belly. Uh, creme fraiche. <laughs> which, I mean, Randy Marsh made creme fraiche sexy as hell. New semen. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, they um, and onions, sexiest fucking vegetable around. They onions. don't use real onions though. They just get a fat guy to like. Run his hand between his leg and his ball. <laughs> yeah. Just get that scent, and then they just rub it on the crust. Absolutely. From there, Flambe Cafe will offer unique spins on it, including a more traditional Italian version with pepperoni and even a boudin-style tart flambe for those who There's need a something Cajun you can't flavor. get anywhere, a pepperoni-style pizza. <laughs> no, no. There's, the, um, it's like a big deal in, like, New York, making, like, gimmick pizzas. And yeah. I'm not saying, like, that, like, Throwing gimmick on this place when they're clearly out of our price range is not the right word, but but the idea that people are are bored with pizza yeah. is weird. Like pizza's great. Why would you be bored with just yeah. make pizza well, yeah. like a good I'll tell you slice? What, if if one day, because uh, we eat a lot of pizza at our house, like like Monday through Friday we're meal preppers. You know, like we eat strict, but the uh-huh. weekends are an absolute shit show. Like it could be tequila and like dinosaur eggs at eight in the morning. Uh-huh. Like, all right, this is what we're doing today. Uh, so when it comes to pizza, like so if 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 we're ever like, oh, you want to just get like some shitty cheap pizza that's close to us, like Domino's or Papa John's? No, all right, you want really good pizza? Like we'll go get some Schlitz or Red Zeppelin or Lit. Yeah. No, oh, what else is there? What about Isabella's? No, we could do a take and bake. Uh, We'll go to fucking dinner. We'll go to Mr. Gaddy's. That's the name, Mr. Gaddy's. Fuck yeah, I love Mr. Gaddy's. Oh, what about a French pizza? Like, so if we get through the other 47 pizza restaurants in here, we're well, going to go with the pizza alternative I, I of got, pizza. I have an idea of where we're going, um, where, where they're going with this. The menu also... Oh, fuck, Mellow Mushroom. Sorry, you're out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The menu also mm-hmm. features open-faced sandwiches. Did you even mention fleur de No. The menu also features open face sandwiches. No, or- Jeremy, I have a fucking debit card. I can't go to Florida. <laughs> plus, open- plus, oh shit. Uh, so if this is going to be released tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't go to Florida Lee because it still smells like somebody's been sm- like like it still smells like there's a thousand people in their building smoking. Yeah. Because it's like a four foot tall ceiling, and I think you can still smoke in it. As much as I love their pizza, I can't fucking deal with that because yeah. tomorrow is going to be 10 years, ten years, double fucking digits since Chubby over here quit smoking. Fuck yeah, man. Congrats. I'm thinking about taking it back up at 11.59 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a streak. The, uh, the menu also features open face sandwiches are tartines, served hot or cold, niquois, and other salad options, and shareable pot... De feu entrée. That's shareable 
pot de feu, fire pots, entrees like uh, meatball, bougainoune, mm. ratatouille, and coco vin. Ugh. Hey, Robert, let's share a meatball pot. <laughs> that sounds delicious and filling, doesn't it? Mmm. It might be. Yeah. Wow. Now, if it was a pot meatball. Ah, pot, mm. pot meatball. Mm. Mm. And you pay for it with sounds, pot coin. Sounds pot like coin. a weekend at the Whites. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I know where they're going with this. They're, uh, they're going for the ooh shiny people in Baton Rouge that are willing to pay. It's like the same people that go buy gas at Bocage. The Bocage the Chevron Mart. and Bocage? Yeah. yeah. It's the same fucking gas you can get two miles down the road for 25% less. Yeah. But they're willing to go there because it's Bocage. Well, I mean, but you act like motherfuckers like, I couldn't possibly shop at Walmart. I pay $1.47 for my green giant green beans at Target. Because Target doesn't oppress people. Bitch, I'm paying 50 cents. I don't. You oppress whoever the fuck you want. They took that job knowing what they were getting into. Yeah. I'm paying 50 cents they, for some green giant. They've built in. They've built in an automatic uppity upcharge. Mm, uppity bitch charge. Just uppity bitch it. charge is what they've got in there because that's, you know, the word uppity doesn't know any racial lines. There are plenty, plenty. I bet of they don't even serve free water there. <laughs> oh, sir, you'd like water? Uh, you can either bring your own, and we'll charge you an uncorking fee. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 fucking it's just it's my water bottle from the gym. We have to uncork it for you, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's the new uh, restaurant coming. Thankfully, down the Baton thankfully, Rouge. Baton Rouge has finally got a pizza place. A fancy French pizza place. A fr- sexy cousin. French All right, come sexy, on, French, sexy French cousin. Let's so. wrap this up. I got Let's shit wrap to this do. Up. All right, so uh, I'm Jeremy White. Oh, what? well, uh, before before we fuck. <laughs> Before oh, we do yeah. a hard Before wrap. We do a hard wrap. Jesus uh, Christ, you piece dinner. of shit. Sorry. Yeah, family uh, Fifth dinner. Element. January, uh, January. June January. 23rd, we're showing uh, Fifth Element spoof night. Oh, so. Where at? Oh, at the Manship, yeah. What? So, I, bet right. you, I bet you you could go to the Manship Theater's website and purchase tickets, Definitely, right? Definitely, man. Totally. And, they, and they're a little fancy, too. It's a t- theater with an R-E. It's, uh, That's just, right. Just spell it like this. A theater. Theater. Manship Theater. Like if that 9-11 movie play was really a play here, you'd see it at the Manship Theater. But instead, you're going to see a fucking awesome family Fifth, dinner show. Fifth Element. Fifth fucking Spoof Element. Night. Yep, that's it. It's going to be an awesome show. I'm going to dress up as Corbin Dallas. We're going to have at least one person as Ruby Shit, Rod. Shit, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, do we have any uh, alumni from Family Dinner coming in town for this? I know Seth Hart- Wasn't Seth Hartley in town recently? Yeah, doing but yeah, he'll, he's coming back in town for good soon, but not, yeah, he's oh, not really? going to be in this. No, it's normal career that he would see that. Okay, very good. So, yeah, okay. definitely check out the Family Dinner at the Manship Theater June 23rd. Mm-hmm. Spoof Night. Yep. These are fun. Fifth Element. There's a podcast about movies. Watch that, too. Okay. Yeah. Sonny, I'm Sonny. That's Sonny. I'm Robert. I'm Jeremy. You've been listening to the Red Stick Podcast. I'm, I don't... Uh, 9-11 was an inside job, folks. <laughs>